Now, Encountering Hope. When we look at the lives of others, there are great risks for our sinful hearts. We can see the success and apparent blessing of others and be envious, jealous, angry, and more. Even questioning God and His thinking. We can look at the sinful choices and lifestyles and risk pride, condemnation, and gossip. These are far too often the responses of the flesh. They are even the carnal thoughts of believers in Christ. So our need is to fix our eyes on Jesus and see our lives through the lens of His Word. But there are times when looking to others may be a benefit. When we look at their suffering, their trials, and their heartbreak, it should call us to compassion. That is, a deep-down pity that moves us to action and gratefulness to God. Our response should be love and mercy, but also reflection. That's especially true in the Western world because it leads to praising God for what you have. Whatever trial you face, whatever the loss, the personal struggle or hardship, in Christ you are already blessed with the riches of heaven and a relationship with the Creator of the universe. May we all find joy in the midst of our trials and a reason for thanksgiving in all things. 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 18. That's Victor's experience. He's an SGA-supported pastor in southern Russia. He sees the daily heartache of refugees from Ukraine who have fled into his region. Victor shares, People who are directly involved in this ministry are grateful to God for giving them such an opportunity to serve people. As we deal with these people's great needs and rueful feelings, we can value what we have. As we may grumble about something or be unsatisfied, now we understand that we have a lot more, and most importantly, peace. We purchased more foodstuffs containing vitamins. Jams and preserves were especially well received, and it was a good treat while having a tea and communicating in the evenings. We also provided medicines and hygiene products. Thank you for your participation in our ministry. Our churches have also donated both financially and by personal involvement. Together, we can do more. As Victor and his church see the suffering and minister with hearts of compassion, they're reminded of the eternal peace that they have in Christ. They're not driven along in life and emotion by the winds of change and hardship. They rest in the hope they have in Jesus. Victor relayed the hardship of one lady as an example of those they see every day. A woman named Natalia shared her grief with me. She said that during the evacuation, many people gathered to cross the Dnieper River. People saw a man filming it on his phone. He was arrested and taken away because they thought he was a spotter. People feared that he might relay the coordinates, and then the crowd started panicking that shelling might follow. In this turmoil, people began chaotically running, and Natalia was separated in the crowd from her husband and their older son. She and her middle and younger sons stayed together. She kept coming up to us saying that she could not find her husband and son. Lately, she came to me in tears and said that she received information that her husband had died and her son went missing. 
Natalia has a job as a cleaner in a sanatorium where refugees live. We attend to her material needs and support spiritually. She also received a certificate on a housing purchase and now is looking for a place. Apart from the gospel, the hope of heaven, the response to such suffering is limited at best. The grief is overwhelming. Victor and his church look at the light of the gospel with even greater joy and thanksgiving. Then, with hearts of compassion, they take aid and the gospel to people like Natalia, who suffer greatly and without hope in this world. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, verse 21. The Apostle Paul had just concluded writing the portion of his letter to the Roman church that dealt with God's gracious, merciful, and blessed provision of salvation. He spoke about man's sinful condition, justification before God through faith in Christ alone, the sanctification provision of salvation that governs the justified sinner's walk, and he finished with the future provision for the glorification of the believer, complete with a resurrected, glorified body. In chapter 12, Paul begins to write about the specific applications of this great salvation in the life of the believer. It is in this flow of thought where Paul declares that the believer in Christ is not to be overcome by evil, but to overcome evil with good. Everybody knows that life in this sin-cursed world is filled with evil of all sorts. For the followers of Christ, evil is a truth that is seen more vividly due to our relationship with the Lord and knowing His Word. The result? It can be easy to become disillusioned and respond to evil in an ungodly manner. Paul says, due to our new life in Christ, we must respond to evil that we experience, not with more evil, but with good, God's goodness. Pastor Victor sees the fruit of evil every day. Many refugees from the eastern part of Ukraine are in his region of Russia. Their lives have been uprooted, livelihoods lost, and friends killed by the war there. They have no food, no home, and no support system. Only heartache due to the evils of human conflict. Ministering to those who have experienced the evils and horrors of war demands much dependence on the Lord. It requires the application of the truths of salvation. The good news is evil was overcome at the cross of Christ. As Pastor Victor says, we gently proclaim Christ to the refugees, along with ministering to their temporal needs. There is great goodness in addressing the immediate and ongoing temporal needs of those like Natalia. But the greater good is the faithful communication of the gospel. It is in Christ alone that we can discover true hope, hope that is eternal. The evil of men is overcome by the goodness of God. The evil one, Satan, has been overcome by the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the reason the Apostle John often refers to believers as overcomers, those people who have conquered due to their faith in Jesus as Savior and the unique hope he provides. Thank you for praying for faithful servants like Victor in Russia, who are serving Christ by ministering to the needs of the war refugees through the goodness and compassion of God.
Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.